<laughs> Welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is our gaming news podcast, episode twenty-two. My name is Thor, and today I'm here with Fat Gamer Dev, Doc, Three Sasquatch, Three Senpai. <laughs> we definitely got it that time. All right. Uh, third time is a charm, yep. I guess. Here's hoping. <laughs> Can't even make fun of you anymore. Because <laughs> it just kept happening. Same takes. Oh. So Bethesda allegedly has sabotaged Rune 2 to protect the Elder Scrolls uh, via a lawsuit. Yes, yeah, so Ragnarok Games is the developer of the original Rune. Was a First-person RPG-style game, um, similar to other the other Bethesda, uh, I guess you would call it their their hallmark fantasy RPG, Elder Scrolls. Um, but it in uh, 2019, Ragnarok Games they originally sued developer Human Head Studios, alleging that they attempted to destroy the game um, by abandoning it on its launch day and refusing to turn over its source code back to the developers. Uh, has now been extended to their parent, ZeniMax Studios, Bethesda Softworks. So this mm. is finally finally moving along from Ragnarok Studios, uh, Ragnarok Games' original lawsuit. So it's kind of a big deal. Rune was very well received, um, but potentially ZeniMax Studios decided that it wouldn't be... Uh, good to go against their other flagship game and didn't want to create another one. So they just kind of killed it. Nice. They totally pulled a uh, a Crytek. Yeah, so um, two weeks prior to the launch, ZeniMax formed a new subsidiary, Roundhouse Studios, um, used the company to purchase all of Human Head's equipment and take over its leases. Um, this apparently contained all of Ragnarok Games' secrets, their source code and everything. And so through kind of like a loophole, they gained access to all of it and then just stopped it, stopped the release. Huh. So, yeah. Didn't they just announced that they had a, like a new engine they were working on? Uh, Bethesda? Yeah. yeah. Um, there's more new animations in their engine is what it was. Oh, uh, for uh, their space game. What's it called? Uh, Starfall. Starfall, or is it that is Star? Yeah, Starfall. I think that's it. Star, oh, it's something. Star something. Yeah. Um. So there was definitely an engine upgrade for it, at least. Nice. All right. So also looks like when uh. We got some PS5 updates. So when PS5 launches, it will have Apple TV+, Disney+, Netflix, Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, and more. Um, one big name missing is Hulu, it looks like, though. Starfield, that's what it is. Sorry. Starfield. <laughs> yeah, remembered eventually. So, yeah, it looks like... Uh, I think this was your article, but I, the one thing I thought was... <sighs> weird was that disney plus is on there and hulu isn't i know hulu's not like traditionally owned by disney disney owns majority stock in hulu but you'd think that they would i don't know it just seems weird that that it's not on there to me but i don't know I didn't it is the article. it's just not in the head yeah this is not maybe it's part of the and more 
No, specific. I did. I read the article a little bit, and I remember it specifically listing Hulu as one of the ones that it did not come with. Yeah, so it's probably just being developed, or um, they just haven't finished the UI or something like that. God, sure I hope they're not shifting it to whatever Disney Plus uses, because as far as streaming services go, Disney Plus sucks ass. It's not not as far as their content, as far as an actual software, it constantly fucking crashes. Trying to rewind frames is a fucking nightmare. It's just a bad streaming platform. Uh, which is frustrating because, again, Disney owns majority stock in Hulu. Hulu was out be- way, 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 way before Disney Plus, and they could have easily um, copied their UI. But, yeah, it's – yeah. I really hope they're not shifting Hulu to be more like Disney Plus because I really want it to be the other way around. I hope they hear your prayers because mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. I remember it being poor when I had a PS4. Has it really just not been updated at all? Or have they just updated it and it's still just been poor through every iteration? It's just I've never seen a good version of Disney Plus on there. It's always buggy. It's not even that the UI is bad, like that it's a bad user interface as far as where stuff's at and accessibility. It's that their software fucking sucks. It's constantly crashing, and when you try and move back frames, it'll like either kick you out of the episode or totally crash the app or like – it's just full of bugs, and it doesn't seem like they ever take care of it or address it. It just sits there with bugs, so – it seems to work better on mobile than it does on like console or like Fire TV or whatever. I uh, yeah, I've only ever it's used way, it on PS4 yeah. to be fair. So okay, yeah, it's way smoother like on just any mobile device in general. Works well on tablets, works well on smartphones, but yeah, uh, when it comes to consoles and Fire TV, like I've never used it on a Apple TV, so I can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just mobile in general seems to work better than anything else. What's the most simple interface to to create? Yeah, yeah, I would think well, so. Yeah, it's not very complicated. And in um, web and app development, it's everything's developed with mobile first philosophy now, since uh, the majority <laughs> of users use mobile devices. So, but yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, looks like PS Five is also going. Uh, to attach spoiler warnings to shared screenshots, which is pretty neat. Um, some of the specifics on this, yeah. if you haven't heard already, how it's going to work is it'll automatically do it for you when you share a screenshot through their um, share system on the PS5. Anyone who does not own the game or who owns it and has not gotten to that progression in the game that you're at will be given a spoiler warning before they can view it. Anyone who has progressed through that area of the game won't be given that spoiler warning. So it's pretty intuitive and pretty neat little feature, really. That's not bad. I personally don't give a crap about spoilers, but that's just me. As um, as someone who does make it a little easier yeah. for yeah, yeah for people who do care, it'll make it way easier. Yes, as oh, someone course, who does, that makes it really awesome. Because a lot of times I've seen when I've seen spoilers, it's not even anyone's intention. It's for a game that's been out for a few months and I haven't played it or something, and they're just innocently sharing their screenshot. You know what I mean? So this kind of helps take care mm-hmm. of that for everybody. And for those who don't care, you can just click, you know, see content anyway, just like with any other spoiler warning on any other type of software. So I think it's a great addition. And it looks like for more PS5 news, third-party companies are already selling custom faceplates, which is pretty rad. That is pretty neat, actually. 
Yeah, um, it's a better solution than those crappy little stickers people previously would put on there to kind of change how they look and everything. So, mm-hmm. like the skins, uh, you mean? Yeah, the old mm-hmm. skins. Mm-hmm. It's a little more. Uh, you'll be able to take them off. You'll just be able to replace them, change it up, have two different ones, whatever you want. It seems. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not very surprising. This must have been something planned from the get-go. If they're able to make them, if they're already able to start planning on selling them, they obviously had access to what was going on with it. So yeah. Um, it's good to see them have the kind of the foresight on it and allowing the user base and consumers to have access to the interior of the console, which would need to be granted anyways for any sort of. Um, storage upgrade, which mm. it seems like we'll be needing anyways. Yeah. All right. And um, just a, one small update that has gone through in Among Us. They have added colorblind support, which is really awesome because that's a pretty essential part of that game um, is determining different colors. So adding that colorblind support is a huge leap for them. I hope that's not their big update for canceling Among Us Two, at least. Um, well, yeah, no, that's, that's, from, this is I mean, of stuff one <laughs> yeah. of because yeah, they canceled it with the philosophy of instead of doing Among Us Two, we're just going to put all our effort into updating Among Us all the time. So this is probably just one of those shovelings of updates, which is one of many to come. Yeah, they added a whole bunch of like Halloween themed hats and stuff as oh, well cool. recently from uh, when I recently played. So. Nice. Um, they're slowly throwing more stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's just funny that, you know, essentially one day and dude's like, hey, you know that crappy <laughs> game we made two years ago? Well, we're millionaires now. Yeah. <laughs> so could you, like you wake up one morning, check the bank account. Wait a minute. You're like, hey, that what can't be fuck? right. All of a sudden there's memes of your game all over Facebook. So Kojima Productions. It's the most played game on Twitch. So Kojima Productions is now hiring for a new project. Yeah, so um, they list officially listed 25 new roles on their website, including programmers, artists, writers, um, reportedly requesting experience in writing manga or novels and really? designers. Yeah. So that's what surprised um, they me. Also, they also said that they would like the, you know, the applicants to be able to speak business level Japanese. So I will be on my way. Huh. Um, now that's, so I, I find it really interesting that they're hiring writers. That's very rare in the video game industry to actually hire writing position. Usually it's a collaboration from a so, lot of the dev team. Um, yeah, but Kojima also works way, way, way different. Very true. He is really hands on with those writers and helps direct mm-hmm. them. So that's true. Until it gets to a point that he thinks it's all working well with one another. So, yeah, um, this could also there's not very much. There have been some teasers of his work desk with a spaceship with the whole Bridges logo on the side of it. Um, you know, the in the Death Stranding universe's most recent game project, um, Bridges was a company that's, that the, the character worked for, the main character worked for. Um, so it could be something kind of involving that, or that could have just been some off thing. Um, there, he's still expressing interest in wanting to do a horror game ever since uh, uh, Silent Hill PT was, you know, blasted away, mm-hmm. even though the demo was critically re- critically well received. So, who knows? Um, he's also speaking to um, horror author Junji Ito, 
So it could be something they're working with him as well, albeit that kind of was casually. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ludwig uh, Forsell, the composer for Death Stranding, was also working on a recording for an undisclosed project, though he's not claiming it is for um, anything involved with Kojima as well. So there's a lot of stuff moving around there. So we'll probably see, I would say, next year or maybe even uh, next year around the time we start getting our cons and our big reveal events, or maybe even before something new coming from Kojima projections. So nice. All right. So uh, guilty gear strive has confirmed that it will be free to upgrade from PS4 to PS5. Indeed. Um, there's not much more to say on that beyond that. The title is the article. Uh, yeah, they they released they released a, a short like five frequently asked questions regarding the the upcoming game. Like uh, it will have uh, cross play between the PS4 and PS5, but PS5 will not be able to cross play with Steam. PS4 either, but um, so that's that's not different from the way it is now. But PS4 and PS5 will be able to play together. That's good. They're going nice. to have free upgrades and crossplay. Yeah, that's that's a big, big step forward. Yeah, splitting splitting the player base that early would be a big no, yeah. no, 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 no. So. So Minecraft is going going to require a Microsoft account to play going forward in 2021. Yeah, uh, Mojang was not even recently it's been i don't know eight years or so since they were purchased by microsoft um and this entire time a microsoft account has not been required to play it uh, i guess this is probably just kind of in the long time coming um it'll probably be tied into your xbox live account and whatnot um just like most pc games are on the windows platform anymore considering you also get it from the microsoft store anyways hmm. So in the next coming in the next coming few months, players will be sent an email on how to migrate their accounts over from their Mahjong account to the Microsoft account to get that along the way so they can keep playing. Mm -hmm. So even if you have it on PlayStation. Uh, yes. Wow. So just be to, to log in and play. Yeah. With it. Okay. Um, just because there's also like purchases that go across various platforms, just mm -hmm. like skins and whatnot. So sure. So Pokemon Go has a few small updates. It has added Surfar Fetched with some gruesome challenges and supposedly Garlean Ponyta. Uh, so I haven't looked at it too much. Um, the Surfar Fetched, I know, it had a challenge for 10 excellent throws. Um, a lot of people I saw complaining about that, but really you just have to find something large. I usually use Tauruses when I have to do excellent throw challenges because an excellent throw on a Taurus is pretty close to a great throw on almost anything else so if you're having trouble with that just find some larger pokemon even go into some raids most raid pokemon you won't have trouble getting excellent throws on um i sure haven't seen a garland ponyta though i don't i don't play either so i don't see it at all <laughs> that was an opening for doc Oh, my bad. I was looking at what Jaff posted in the chat. Uh, 
Yeah. Nice. Damn, Jeffrey. It's so not uh, even, it's not even what you expect. That's the thing. <laughs> I want to see what it was. Oh, F. Go for Send it, it, dude. Oh, it's, it's in the Dark Feather Gaming chat. So the first thing you shared got you that? I don't know what the hell it is. They didn't even show me what it was. It's one of those things. It, if I read right, it's from September 25th. So I don't even know. Oh, my God. <laughs> you posted a month ago. So now days. you have a temp ban. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, <laughs> should streamers pay game developers to stream their games? Pretty hot topic right now. Now I didn't. Yeah. What does uh, this mean by pay? Is this royalties or is this like you purchase licensing fees? Is what was the argument so on this? It? This comes from Alec Hutchinson, who is the creative director for Google Stadia's subsidiary company, Typhoon Studios, that developed games for the Stadia. Um, and he and uh, he had a couple tweets talking about this. Um. Says streamers worried. Where are we here? Streamers worried about getting their content pulled because they used music they didn't pay for. Should be worried more by the fact that they're streaming games they didn't pay for as well. It's all gone as the publishers. It's all gone as soon as the publishers decide to enforce it. The real truth is streamers should be paying the developers and publishers of the games they stream. They should be buying a license like any real business and paying for the content they use. So this is where all of this conversation is kind of evolved from. And I can kind of see his point and I can kind of see a point against it as well, just because well, of the kind of the basis that, uh, you know, video games, the kind of the kind of audience video games take up. And there are definitely some cases where it does hurt developers for people mm -hmm. who just watch Let's Plays rather than consume the product themselves and purchasing it, as opposed to other things where like people watching someone play League of Legends or uh, Call of yeah. Duty multiplayer or an MMO. Like they're not watching it for that. They're watching it for the personalities or not. Yeah, they're not necessarily getting only content from their that they couldn't also get themselves by playing the game. It's not like a single single player, very linear story driven experience in those cases. So this is kind of more of like a fringe case for just single player only games that, you know, most people play through one time. So I can kind of see where he's coming from and why he's understanding this, just like with music or movies or anything. Mm -hmm. You can't just stream those to other people yeah. uh, because it's supposed to be consumed once or twice or once now then once and forever ago. Mm hmm. Um, one of the games, one of the games, uh, talked about was a small indie game called that cancer, uh, that dragon cancer. Um, it has, let's see. It has actually been viewed. The story on it has actually been viewed on YouTube more than it was actually played through on various platforms where they can see how many people have opened up yeah. the game and played it. So this is where it's kind of coming through and hurting. Yeah, developers, definitely the smaller developers. And and yeah, and I can see like it's one of those things that I definitely I agree with qualification. I think what I think where it became problematic is that that tweet sounds very accosting. You know what I mean? It's not opening a dialectic about it. It's just starting an attack, which is not how you start. I, I think that one of the main problems is there needs to be better relationships between developers and streamers and launching um, that you know attacks like that instead of opening up a forum to 
discuss is is just negative. But I think that yeah, it's, it's subjective. It would be you know a case by case basis. But there are situations where yeah, it's um, I don't know about licensing fees. I think that this is the air type of area where royalties would make a lot more sense because then if someone's just viewing it for ten minutes to get a feel for the game, essentially that's free advertisement. But if they're if if someone is watching the stream for dozens of hours, they're clearly just watching that game being played, and especially on like single player games, you know. And and um, so I agree that it's it's kind of a fine line there, and it's it comes to a case by case basis. But I absolutely would uh, go to bat to argue that in some cases there definitely needs to be something going on. But I think it boils down to devs and streamers need to form better relationships. Uh, and it's it's not that well, surprising I mean, that that hasn't happened yet because it's a pretty new thing going on still. So you have developers who who have like partnership programs with content creators themselves. And oh they yeah, need that sort of thing. It's just, it's just not a developer by developer basis. Well, I, I just um, a lot I of mean, larger ones are, or some of the smaller ones even will partner will pay a streamer to play their game and partner with it as kind of that form of free advertisement. Yeah, I mean, on on a grand scale of things, it, that that type of situation should be common ground. You know what I mean? Instead of exceptions, um, there there should just be a lot more going on to the point where I would. I mean, this this goes a little off topic, but I would argue that large game companies ought to have job positions in their HR departments that are specifically meant to ha- have interactions with streamers and streamer and you know almost like an agent would, but. There's entire things that I think would need to happen in the industry to make good, positive changes, but that I, I'm going to end up rolling right off topic pretty quick. So, uh, I mean, that's what community managers generally do. They oversee the people who work on the forums, so the mods and GMs and whatnot. And then they also do that sort of advertising with people in the community. So the, the streaming community or the content creators on YouTube. Um, if you go any further than that, then those streamers become employees of that developer. And then what they do as their hobby, which turned into, you know, a way that they make their living anymore, just becomes a job for that one company. That's fair. Um, when you get into that sort of thing, it kind of happened with uh, League of Legends teams that they, like, they weren't able to. Um, they're under contract with Riot Games uh, because they are the professional League of Legends players. They're not allowed to stream any other game either. So like in their downtime, they can't do that and give their uh, the their followers any other content aside from League only. So you're just kind of pushing into towards something where you wouldn't want your the content creator so closely um so closely associated with your game. You wouldn't mm-hmm. want them playing other games and giving other people advertisement, especially yeah. if it's something that directly competes with you. Yeah. And I mean I, I just think there could be a lot one area, for example, that, that we could see better improvement if it was more common ground is i think square enix does a pretty good job if they have an entire section in their website you can go if you're a streamer and they are very detailed on here's the things you can do here's the things you can't do if you want to do this here's what you have to do if you want to do this here's what you have to do and they're kind of shitty about their merchandising rights but um but as far as streaming goes like they they're very generous about what you can do and like they're very good at explaining what is and is not allowed and if you want to do something that's not allowed here's the steps to take um and not a lot of companies do that if you try to research how they feel about streamers you just hit a lot of dead ends so so xbox chief hints at tv streaming sticks for the xcloud 
Yeah, so this would um, be something similar to, uh, I guess, you know, your Amazon Fire TV stick or yeah. your your uh, Chromecast stick, um, which streams specifically, it seems, xCloud games, which uh, that seems like it kind of goes against what they're trying to do with the um, other, the, the smaller Xbox series console. Though, I guess it would be the market. They're probably not going to have every single game on there right away. Though people who... <laughs> but that doesn't also make sense either because people who pay for the Games Pass get all of their first-party games day one anyway. So those would be available there. So it just seems kind of counterintuitive to me completely. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes Microsoft, especially when it comes to Xbox, has so many moving parts. It seems like they're they're almost as bad as Facebook. It's like, dude, are your internal departments communicating with each other? What's going on? Yeah, and this was kind of he he went on to say this was kind of discussed to be included for free with different tiers of Xbox Games Pass as well. So they might just send you this and a controller to play on your TV um, as well, I guess. It's an option. It could be an option to get more people involved into their ecosystem and make purchases as well. Uh, so who knows? Mm-hmm. So uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake has received its first official patch. There's not a lot to say about it, but a lot of speculation um, because of how vague they were. Specifically, it's version 1.01, so a very small patch. And uh, the patch notes say... And this is a direct quote. <clears throat> Fixed various bugs. That's it. Um, uh, so people oh. were trying to kind of scramble and figure out what's going on. Uh, the first p- thing people ran at was the assets. No, the assets have not been uh, retextured. They're still shitty textured assets, which that still just goes into my theory that they're waiting to essentially release part two on PS5 as a whole wrapped up part one and part two together. Um, I don't think they're gonna. That's my personal theory, and I and if my theory pans out, I don't think they're gonna update assets till that happens. I think that's why they're shitty, basically temporary assets. Um, so yeah, no, no one really knows. Uh, the running theory now is that they're just laying groundwork for future updates, which, um, I think that makes perfect sense. Um, I've worked in development enough to know that that's not uncommon, especially um, if it's something like point zero one on the patch. Uh, they're probably just laying groundwork for further patches that are going to come next month or the month after. Um, but we'll keep an eye out and see if anyone confirms actual bugs that they've seen fixed. I didn't know my playthrough. I did a pretty detailed playthrough, and I didn't notice any bugs other than you know, obviously the stuff that bothered people, <laughs> like some of the textures, but no actual, you know, this is not how the game should work type bugs. So, right, um, yeah, it seems like at least they're finally working on some bugs that were apparently an issue uh, with some of the player base. So that's always good, yeah. at least. All right, so we have some updates. Um, For anyone that plays Fantasy Grounds Unity, they are about ready to come out of beta. So up until now, they've been in kind of early access and beta, and they just rolled out some new features uh, a couple days ago. Oh, I had that article up. I don't know where it went. 
I close mine as well. Whack. Whack. Shouldn't be too difficult to find though. Okay, so okay, here it is. So, um, some of the new features that are released, and this is again right before they come out of early access, but these are kind of notable. So, uh, measuring on maps, so using the hex grid and overland measurements that are different than the standard five per square. Um, asset window updates, so asset windows have better paging and no more scrolling, and have image previews and image imports to campaign. And the map special effects layer parameters and map masks have been updated so that now you can make it rain outside and stay nice and dry inside inside of a cave or castle. So now if you have weather effects going on and your characters are like inside of a cave, it'll detect that and keep them from getting wet, which is a neat little addition. Um but yeah, again, if you haven't tried it, we've been using it. It's uh, pretty neat. I moved from Roll20 onto Fantasy Grounds, and I'm still getting used to it, but I think it was definitely a great investment. <clears throat> Told you you'd enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a little spendy because I got the Ultimate Pass, so uh, none of my players had to buy it. But I, I think it's worth it, especially uh, because obviously they're continuing to make updates through it and stuff like that, so... Check that out, uh, Fantasy Grounds, if you play D&D virtually and want to move away from Roll20's bullshit. <laughs> so, Australia bans import of hentai adult videos and toys from Japan. <laughs> yeah, so I just thought this Jeff, was funny. Um, <laughs> so, Australia has a long, arduous history of just banning any sort of media coming into their country um this not just you know adult entertainment such as listed in this article but also video games um, obviously something we talk about a lot uh various comics books movies um they have a very strong censorship board on their government level um and this is what having uh groups such as the esrb help prohibit they're not they're not with the government in any form of way they're their own kind of organization they they do this stuff to keep the government out of it and try to create like something that makes sense for reasons why something is rated m and something's pg-13 or or stuff like that um australia doesn't have that and so this is the sort of thing that happens they just get huge blanketed blanketed sweeps of content and apparently it is hitting adult entertainment bound for Australia from Japan specifically. <laughs> nice. Someone saw too many tentacles and got scared. <laughs> they just got to let the tentacles love them, I guess. <clears throat> um, Nothing to say, Jeff. Is... Come on. We know you got words. Yeah. This is like your, this is your article, man. This is something oh, you right. should be up in arms about. <laughs> yes i am he's he's I'm too busy watching it right now never, so never moving to australia anymore hell no <laughs> uh this is horrifying <laughs> so fears of facebook banning oculus owners with multiple vr headsets although facebook has kind of uh pacified these fears yeah, the uh, the article I saw, they basically completely backtracked on on the that that was supposed to be happening. Hmm. So 
Facebook's not going to uh, do that. However, you do want to make sure that your Facebook does not get deleted or banned if you want to keep your Oculus games, apparently. Yeah, so, so that's everything cool. purchased through Oculus is uh, tied directly to your <laughs> Facebook account. Yeah. So as uh, our fellow <laughs> podcast guy I'm here... I'm not getting an Oculus ever in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't do that. Uh, received a Facebook suspension for, I mean, three days, but if he keeps going on this path of degeneracy, <laughs> he might lose access to Oculus Rift. Um, and this has been kind of a thing. 24 hours. It said three days. No, that's the next one. That's how it begins. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, seeing what you post, Jeff, it's going to happen again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Probably. There's a reason why my main Facebook account is barren. <laughs> I'm already up to like three 24 hours. I've been on a week ban already, I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I've accumulated over 110 days total in the past year and a half or so. Whoa! Oh, geez. Dude, you're on the execution <laughs> block, man. <laughs> I'm it's only a matter of time. I would stay away, would stay away from an Oculus. Alive. Yeah, dude. You're or like make a VR special alt account for the Oculus. Mm, well, I do have a nice <laughs> account. No, I mean like a special alt account that doesn't comment or post on anything. Right? So stupid. Yeah, um, and also kind of in response to this, there were some researchers who use a Rift in labs for something or else. They found a workaround to get to use it without <laughs> a Facebook account. So nice. <laughs> there's people doing that. Um, this is something a lot of people who originally purchased the Oculus are fighting against in a lawsuit saying that they should not have to use a Facebook account and they should be able to just use their Oculus accounts. Yeah. Um, because, you know, not everybody has a Facebook account. That's just not a thing. Yeah, that's nonsense. <laughs> and when you make those accounts, they require you to put in a lot of information you might not mm -hmm. want to put out there, which is why you don't have said Facebook account. Yeah. So there is a lawsuit pending about this sort of thing. Um, this will be dragged into it as well. So, um, mm. I don't know. Uh, this might actually be a lawsuit that the uh, <coughs> plaintiffs will win on, just because it's it goes back to it goes back even further to the people who purchased it when this wasn't a requirement now being forced to sign up for Facebook and link their Oculus account to their Facebook account, which is then linked to their Oculus headset. Nice. So Netflix has announced some more uh, <clears throat> series coming for us. So specific, or <laughs> specifically Pacific Rim, the Black anime mm -hmm. series is coming, as well as a live action adaptation of Assassin's Creed. Pacifically Specific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so also this um, is kind of fun. Uh, it's people escaping Australia and Pacific Rim, the Black. Um, not video game related, but I figured anything with giant kaiju is worthy of being on this podcast. I mean, <laughs> and yeah. it kind of falls in line with uh, Netflix really ramping up their kind of more niche kind of production. So video game adaptations, um, an anime style Pacific Rim series, uh, live action Assassin's Creed. Um, Netflix is just really kind of ramping up, seeing as how everything else they have done has been successful. Their individually produced animes have been pretty successful. Castlevania being the most successful one, which I think everybody and their pet vampire has seen. <laughs> or should I only watched the first season, but I thought it was amazing. 
You should watch the second season. Oh my god! Wait till you see. I uh, I cannot believe I out of just being an asshole and completely joking, I named off some ludicrous things, and it ended that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How do you how do you feel about double homicide threesomes? Oh. Awesome. <laughs> In, double homicide incestual threesomes. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a little <laughs> I love how after you said like, that we hear Jeff. Oh yeah, <laughs> the dog. Uh. I uh, I just kidding. Call yeah, that. Some of the homicidal I, part, not the incestual part, but I forgot. I was I was just yeah, kidding. I forgot I'm like, what. Like, like the second no, to last spoilers. episode. The second to last episode ever. I was just sitting in that. I was I watched it with I think three or four different people because we just binged it on one day because. We pitched the, the first season the day before, and then we watched the second season when it came out. And just like two episodes left, I'm like, you know what's going to happen, guys? <laughs> this. And then we just all sat in horror as that <laughs> exact thing slowly unfurled and happened. Oh, man. <laughs> you should watch it. It's fantastic, though. <laughs> if you can get around that last mm. episode. The rest of the episode is fantastic. Then there's just that. Mm. <laughs> So all Digimon seasons and OVAs are coming to Blu-ray in a nice Blu-ray pack, which is fucking awesome. I almost wasted a bunch of money um, getting all of them, but I kind of was wondering if this was going to happen now that the reboot has been gaining so much traction. So previously you could get um, the first season on uh, Blu-ray as well as the uh, Adventure Try uh, series, which is kind of a movie uh, series on it. You could get those on Blu-ray, but everything else was stuck in DVD and you had to buy separately. So uh, assuming I uh, read through this correctly, um, it's still being translated a bit because it was based on a uh, post from – I don't know. It, it was I think a Tumblr post, and it's in Japanese, so it was a little hard to walk through. But it looks like it's going to be um, one full set that comes with both – uh, season so adventure one and adventure two which is both seasons of the actual adventure or of the actual digimon anime as well as all of the ovas so in other words it will also come with season three and season four which are kind of really their ovas they're kind of spin-off series and um then the uh data squad and uh there's two names for the other one but the fusion wars basically which i haven't seen those last two so i don't know about those but i'm really excited they'll be able to get everything on blu-ray now so that's exciting for me, at least. That is actually pretty hype. I'm glad the uh, the reboot of the anime is doing really well. I watched yep. a few episodes into it, and I was enjoying it. Nice. It's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Things are some things that happened before definitely happen in similar ways. Yeah. I think by the end, it's going to be a really, really well done show. Mm-hmm. So some more news that dropped very recently is Cyberpunk has been delayed again. Um, So it's delayed another 21 days going to December 10th now, which has a lot of people pretty upset just because on the last one they they swore up and down that they weren't going to do it anymore. Um, But it's it it is what they were on that note. They were kind of cheeky and responded to their own tweets saying, do you guys mind if we delete this and then had a frowny face on it? So, yeah. Yeah, my favorite one that I saw was someone who had tweeted them after that and said, hey, I'm taking work off the day it's released so that I can play. Can you please confirm it'll be released? And they're like, yep, confirmed. (laughs) Get fucked. I mean, uh, it's 
technical issues they seem to be having with current gen consoles, probably downscaling resolutions and getting everything to run at like a frame rate that they're happy with and quality that they're happy with. Because the game is gold. The game is finished. It's just on it's next a whole gen, bunch right? of technical things. No, like the game is a full package. It is okay, gold. Yeah. They just it's not performing as well as they would like to mm. on current gen consoles. And because and I mean fair. everything you've seen, the game looks fantastic. Yeah. It's not made for current gen consoles generally. So I've always said that I'd rather a completed game over like patch needed nonsense that they wanted to just get out there that was my biggest complaint with pokemon go when it first came out i'm like dude i would have preferred you just i would have preferred to keep the hype and like come on release it for another two months and you have just released this pile of burning garbage that needs a million patches before it's playable you know what i mean so yeah and if you're going off their track record every witcher game has been fantastic it's released in full capacity mm-hmm. there's been no game breaking issues this is not bethesda cdrp yeah. is is fantastic so it's something that i'll i'll live with i'll wait you know an extra 21 days it's not a big deal yeah i I still have a backlog of stuff i play anyways i still have stuff i play consistently so it is what it is so we do have a next gen update for no man's sky though that just dropped momentarily ago yeah so it's no man's sky next generation that's the name of the update um they have been really, really pushing their uh, their updates out since their what can be fairly, you know, very fairly considered a disastrous launch that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, next generation is just like a huge graphical kind of uh, update to it. Um, they're really filling out the planets, making everything a little more lush, a little more open. Um, new fauna, new planets, new. Uh, details here, there, everywhere. <laughs> so, rather, sorry, I have a, something stuck in my throat. Um, so, you can actually just take a look at it and everything and see what the enhanced and what the ultra looks like. And it is, there's a huge stark difference from what the game previously looked like on a planet side level to what it will look like once Next Generations comes out. So, you yes. have like full fields of flowing grass uh, plants swaying and wind and stuff like that um player built bases can be a lot larger they can turn into like pretty much just like planetary hubs so nice All right, looks like the last thing on our list here is some RuneScape updates. I've been doing a lot of RuneScape again lately, so I'll keep you guys up to date on some of the weekly updates because they've been going through a lot of major updates lately. Um, Some of the big things to note this week is our Halloween event has dropped. There's two different kind of things you can do. There's one or two different quests you can do. Um, One is more skill-oriented that unlocks the ability to do all your bank standy shit. Um, to get a little extra XP and Halloween events. I haven't really dicked with that too much because the main draw for it is that you get access to a shop that lets you buy previous holiday events, um, but I have all of them, so I don't have a lot of use for it. I did go through the mini quest to get Munchers, the little undead dog pet, which was actually a pretty fun little quest. It only took about 15 minutes, um, so check that out if you haven't. Um, and also... In the updates, the latest Pack Yak trail is about to disappear, so make sure that you finish that up if you haven't already. Um, 
This week they also released some free action bars. So previously you could buy some additional action bars in the Solomon's General Store. Um, they have now made all of those free, so you, you no longer have to purchase <coughs> extra action bars. Everyone just has them. That's a nice little quality of life update. Um, and then there's also an update on area loot interfaces in our quality of life area in that now when you click on loot, instead of there needing to be more than one thing in the stack for it to pull the loot screen up, you can adjust your settings to where even if there is one single item on the ground, it'll let you pull up your loot interface, which I don't know why people want that. That's not a setting I'm going to choose. Uh, that seems strange that you'd want the whole loot interface if there's one item on the ground, but to each their own, I suppose. So uh, the last thing here is let's talk about what we've been playing. So obviously I've been playing RuneScape a lot lately. I've been on RuneScape and Final Fantasy XIV doing my MMO dives and haven't done much else outside of that except I have been playing around in uh, Fantasy Grounds quite a bit, getting used to it. And I have just awesome things to say about Fantasy Grounds so far. The more and more uh, – like I had some initial complaints to begin with, but the more I play it, uh, and mess with it the more I realized that my initial complaints were just me not understanding uh, the interface as well. So um, that's pretty much what I've been playing. How about you, Jeff? Uh, barely anything since uh, I went on that 12-day streak at work. But mm -hmm. right, just just playing. Uh, finally, like, the, the past two nights, just played a little bit of Call of Duty, getting more camos. Uh, passing oh, yeah. the battle pass and all that. I finally played the Halloween uh, event like one or two nights ago. Oh yeah, how's uh, that? It's pr it's pretty fun. It's if you guys played um, what Apex did last year, I'm pretty sure they're doing that this year too. Uh, it's the same concept except you actually keep uh, you can actually respawn as a human. You if you die, you turn and you come back as a zombie. Uh, and obviously you have like super abilities. You can run real fast. You can leap real far forward. Uh, you have gas grenade, but all you can do is melee. Uh, you can't melee on other zombies, uh, but you can run around with your teammates. And hmm. then if your teammates kill other humans, you can pick up vials. Uh, I think two vials will, um, <clears throat> uh, what is it? It's, a, it's like an antivirus or whatever. You mm -hmm. can come back as a human. And so you can keep respawning as long as there's a human alive on the team. Uh, you know, so it's pretty fun. Mm, nice. Uh, I think, I think apex is doing the same thing again this year. Uh, and they've incorporated like Titanfall style, uh, wall running, but I haven't played it. I only, uh, saw it in an article. I think, uh, when we did the, uh, what was it the video for the 20 for number yeah 21? yeah i think we were talking about it mm. uh but i i still haven't played it because obviously after that i just went to work and yeah never never saw the light of day <laughs> i didn't see the light of day till like monday <laughs> how about yep, you doc what have you been playing oh, a little bit of guilty gear a little bit of warcraft a little bit of destiny 2 i tried out this uh this Fortnite game the kids are all into <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry yeah i got three victory royales in a row yay you can beat children yep it was not <laughs> what have you been playing sasquatch 
Um, I have been playing Fantasy Star Online 2. I've been playing WoW some more, getting back into the swing of dungeons and whatnot. Um, I've recently gotten back into more, a lot more Match of the Gathering with a few bands that we recently had that just kind of opened everything up to be a lot more enjoyable and fun. So mm-hmm. being able to play Magic a lot more consistently and actually enjoy it's been really nice. Nice. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe on our various channels listed below. And check out our main Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. Thanks, everyone, and have a fantastic rest of your week. Later. Adios. Bye. Such a...